Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our friend, our buddy, longtime NFL player, excellent podcaster, NFL analyst, college football analyst, CBS Sports HQ mega talent, Bryant McFadden joins me now on the show. Bryant, what's going on, buddy? Bill, what's happening? How you doing? I'm doing great, dude. I'm doing great. We were were getting ready for the show at the start of the morning. A little breaking news came down from from Adam Schefter that that Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos have agreed to a massive extension. It'll keep him there for a long time. It guarantees that very talented dude $165 million. And I I had to look it up because I I, I thought Russell Wilson was younger, right, than maybe, maybe my memory. But he is 33. In a time where Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a high level, many years beyond 33, obviously, same thing for Tom Brady. What is the realistic ceiling for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos on a on a three or four or five or six year timeline? I mean, you look at what they have already in place on the roster on both sides of the football. Clearly, you know, not just about getting into the tournament, you know, getting to the playoffs. It's about trying to have championship aspirations. And I think in the next five years, no question, that's doable, that's reachable. Uh, Russell Wilson is a future Hall of Famer. He's a champion. He should be a two-time champion, but, of course, we don't have to get into that story. But looking at what he's been doing throughout his last three, four years in the National Football League, he's been consistent, efficient. So one would think he would continue to provide those same type of results for Denver, and I'm not surprised to see this extension. When they gave up everything they gave up to Seattle to get a franchise quarterback in Russell Wilson, you, we all anticipated seeing them extend him for, for the long haul. So this makes sense. He's 33, a five-year extension. We're looking at, we're looking at professional quarterbacks now. They're playing clearly into their 40s. Everybody's not going to be Tom Brady-ish play to you 44-45, but clearly playing to your 40s is reachable for most of these quarterbacks, including Russell Wilson. Brian, we know we know the AFC West is, is brutal. The big dog is, is the Chiefs, right, with Mahomes and that entire crew. That's a really, obviously, very formidable organization. You have Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They've added some guys defensively. They certainly look on paper like a really good football team. And the Raiders are interesting. Devontae Adams comes in. you got Derek Carr, new coaching staff. right? They're trying to figure things out. But there's certainly, if you're a Raiders fan reason to believe there's upside there what needs to happen for the broncos to, to win that division healthy they got to stay healthy they got to they got to be lucky when it comes to that element and they got to really be consistent the thing about denver i mean on the offensive end they got skill players they got guys that can catch passes they got guys that can run the football protecting russell wilson has to be one of the top priorities for them offensively defensively stopping the run and finding ways to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, especially in their division. If you have a defense in the AFC West that, that, that is not consistently playing on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage, you're not going to be successful playing against those type quarterbacks. So me personally, those have to be the, the main ingredients on both sides of the football, protecting Russell, staying healthy, and putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks that you will see twice a year in your division. 
Brian, obviously Aaron Donald's a massive talent. Obviously guys in practice are going to get angry, fights are going to happen. That That's part of the deal. And I know the NFL, by rule, is not allowed to step in and, and punish him or anyone else for anything that goes on in practice. That falls to the teams during this time of year. But we do have the photos of Aaron Donald grabbing a couple helmets and swinging at dudes. Is that in the realm of, because you're obviously we're a long-time player with a lot of success, is that just part of the deal and there are cameras now? Or even by the standards of practice, did Aaron Donald cross the line? I mean, in, in, in regards to understanding how important the craft of the game is, no question. You don't want to cause any physical harm. But also, too, Bill, I don't know exactly what led to Aaron doing that. We know Aaron is a very, very um, – he, he plays with a lot of passion and energy, and he practices the, the, the same way, and he's always involved. So I don't know what led to him doing that, but clearly you don't want to put another player from another team in harm's way, especially if that player does not have a helmet on. Even if you have a helmet on, someone swinging the helmet like a weapon is a no-no. That's a no-no, and I'm pretty sure you know he apologized for that, for that incident, but that's something that you don't want to do. But that's the thing when they, in regards to joint practices. You know emotions are extremely high, and some players go into joint practices looking for a fight anyway because when they get out in a fight, guess what, Bill? That shortens practices. Usually, sometimes practice might get canceled. Hence, the Rams and the Bengals, when that melee took off, guess what? They ended practices. So some players go into the mindset, Bill, when we have a joint practice, man, let's go ahead and get in a fight. Probably in the first 30 minutes, we're going to end practice, walk out of here, have a good, smooth day. i got to tell you, Brian, I've never heard that. And if, if the same applied to radio and TV, I would come home with black eyes all the time. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get punched all the time. I'd be... Target number one, <laughs> Brian. That's amazing, Brian McFadden here on the show. Um, there are two things that, that that are that are sort of opposites that are colliding for me. One is just an understanding and a respect from a distance for, for Mike Tomlin, and, and what is I think just a remarkable, consistent level of winning. Right? I mean, the guy is just his teams win football games again and again and again. Now, now obviously, he has had the benefit until now of a really, really, really great future Hall of Fame quarterback. Now we've got a quarterback situation that is that is less than reliable, less than certain. What for you, that former team, do you think is, is realistic in terms of this upcoming season? Uh, repeat that question. My phone went out. Say it again, Bill. Yeah, yeah. How, what are the Steelers going to be this year with Mike Tomlin's greatness but the quarterback position being really uncertain? Oh, they're going to be a playoff caliber team. And I really? think in regards to the quarterback being uncertain, I think I know who the guy is. I think it's Trubisky. I think Trubisky did everything he was supposed to do to remain the starting quarterback in the regular season. Kenny Pickett did some real good things, but I think Trubisky is the guy. In regards to everything that's surrounding Trubisky, listen, this is the best situation he's ever been in as a starting quarterback in his professional career. Think about that. But with all the dysfunction the 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 the, the, the that that surrounded him in Chicago, he still won ball games. He got to the playoffs. He made a Pro Bowl. But when you factor in the the structure that he has in place, yes, this is a playoff caliber team. I understand they're playing a very competitive division, but that staff, the defense, the playmakers they have surrounding Trubisky, hopefully the offensive line plays better than what we've seen in preseason. They're gonna be okay. Brian, why is it just in general? I mean, obviously, I'm, this question comes from. Trubisky's attempt to do this, but but how come, from a player's perspective, from your perspective, it's very rare for quarterbacks who don't succeed in their first, on their first team to be able to restart their career somewhere else? Why is that so rare? 
it's rare because just the change of, uh, change of scenery. You know what I mean? The dynamics, the flow, the chemistry, working with a new group of guys, catching passes from them, uh, catching passes from you. So it just it just has to be a, a level of comfort that a lot of these guys have to have in place for them to be as successful as they would like to be. And some guys don't always have that. What is your confidence level Baker Mayfield can buck the odds and restart his career? I th- my confidence level is pretty high with Baker. I think Baker, you know, born being healthy and having that chip on his shoulder – I think Baker's going to really do some pretty good things as long as CMC is healthy. The thing about Carolina, whoever the quarterback is, Bill, he is a better quarterback when Christian McCaffrey is in the lineup. Let's keep it real. So if you got number 22 in that lineup along with some of the other guys, DJ Moore, uh, uh, Anderson, uh, man, they got some nice pieces in place. They just got to be able to put it on film. And, oh, by the way, I love their defense. They got some young up-and-coming studs on that defense. So me personally, Baker Mayfield could definitely – open eyes up once again, given the opportunity that he has in Carolina. And one lock that I have for you guys, for all you gamblers that are listening to me right now, put everything you have on Carolina beating Cleveland week one. Do it. Really? No question. No question. I am a gambler. I'm in. No question. Number one, I believe when it comes to betting, you have to follow the trend. Cleveland hasn't won a week one game since 2004. And they haven't won a week one road game since 94 or something like that. Go back to the mid-90s. So historically speaking, week one has been horrible for Cleveland. Week one on the road has been devastating for Cleveland. Oh, my God. They will melt down in Cleveland, Ohio. If they lose that game. Brian McFadden here on the show. Uh, Brian, college football is in a really interesting place, obviously. And USC and UCLA now is – part of the Big Ten is um, is a game changer. There's some talk about a, an actual, finally, possible expansion of the college football playoff made with as many as, as 12 teams. For, for you, and particularly in the context of, of a lifeline for some of these conferences that feel like they're in trouble, is an expanded college football playoff good for the game and good for the future of the game? It's bad for the game. It's bad for the game. And I'm speaking as a former player, Bill. College football is already long enough. It's almost like an NFL season, right? When you factor in the early games and then, of course, you know, bowl play and then playoff play as well. You're talking about having 12 teams. So now you're basically extending the playoffs to an extra two games or three games. And then a lot of these kids that have NFL aspirations got to get ready for a a, a draft, got to get ready for a combine, got to go to senior bowl, got to go to these other bowl games uh, for seniors and then get ready into their professional career. Come on, what are we doing? Like college football is, is from August to January, and depending on where you play, uh, yeah, to, 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 to January, to say the least, that's long. So now if you extend it, everything goes on. That's a lot on your body. Trust me, I know. When I played at Florida State, usually we will play best-case scenario, maybe 12 games, might be 13, but usually 11 regular season games and, of course, the bowl game. Nowadays, some teams have 12 to 13 regular season games before you even get to a conference championship game, before you get to the playoffs. So what are we talking about? The NFL season is 17 games. If you look at what college is going, what they're, where they're trying to go, with some teams playing 12 or 13 regular season games, if you factor in another three postseason games in the playoffs based on the potential expansion, you're almost at an NFL season. You just made my producer's day because he agrees. He's over there dancing on Skype. Brian McFadden here on uh, here on the show. Uh, Brian, last one, last one for you. Obviously, John Gruden 
forced out of the Raiders after despicable emails came to light. He spoke for the first time recently. He asked for forgiveness. He wants a second chance. If you were still playing, would you have any issue playing for John Gruden? Yes, I would. Yeah, I would. I'm sorry. All right, so let me tell you this much. The reason why we're having an issue playing for John Gruden is based on what he did say. But outside of that, let's go back and look at his tenure with the Raiders. Look at all the draft picks, the capital they had that he was a part of that was all fail, uh, that was all duds. Like, just from the manage, management side of things, he didn't handle that situation properly. I mean, if you look at, they had multiple first-rounders under John Gruden's watch. How many of those first-rounders actually panned out? Nah, maybe two, maybe? Like, what are we talking about? So me personally, no, I, I think... You know, his coaching career has ran its course, and I don't think there will be a lot of players willing to play for him based on the last incident that he was involved in. Bryant McFadden, one of the most talented people in sports media. Check him out at CBS Sports HQ. Check out his podcast. Follow him on Twitter. And as always, Bryant, like, dude, incredibly cool to have you on. You're always gracious with your time. Appreciate you very much. Thank you for um, thanks for swinging, swinging on, swinging by. Oh, anytime. Go Panthers, week one versus the Browns. <laughs> Do what I'm doing. Put it on the I'm line in. with Carolina. I'm riding with you, Brian McFadden. I'm in. All right. Yes, sir. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.